Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Hello, Flyover family. We are so excited to be with you today. We have quite a story for you. Earlier this, actually last week, we received an email and our daughter, who is one of the producers as well as does all of our social media, thumbnails, all of that, she goes, you guys have got to hear this story. And as she was reading the story, we all started crying and we had to end up calling these individuals because we were so blown away and we were like, Everyone has to hear the story. They have to hear the miracle that God has done. And so we are excited to invite tonight on the show, part of the Flyover family, Gary and Robin Florence. Yay! Hey, Hey, thank you guys so much. Um, We are honored and humbled that you are allowing us on your show. And uh, our heart's desire is, as people listen to this story that their faith will be stirred, they will be encouraged, that if they need a but God moment, if they need a suddenly of God moment in their life, that it will transpire. And we're hoping and praying, David and Stacy, that you guys will get testimonies from this story that we're about to share. We, uh, we love it. I, I think it's important for people to hear this. And, and, you know, so much of what we cover is the news and there's plenty to point out with human trafficking and this and that there's there's so many things going on i i think it's very important for us when it when you have the opportunity especially with a story that's so encouraging like yours that people hear it and sometimes it's like man somebody else out there holding on for a breakthrough in their life yep. and it's like man i'm i'm waiting on mine but you got yours and it kind of keeps keeps them moving forward and stay in faith and uh i i we've been thinking about your story since we heard it the first time, and I know it's really going to move a lot of people. Yes, so tell us what happened. Well, also, this is not just for a select few. This is for whosoever will. Mm -hmm. So on August 3rd, my wife suffered a brain aneurysm, and she was taken to the hospital where she literally works at. So her coworkers knew she was in the ER and everything. I was at work, so till I got, I was about, 30 minutes from, from the hospital. So, so I got there, I came in, my sister-in-law met me, the nurse met me. They said, we think your wife is having a brain bleed. We've already dispatched the helicopter. They're on their way. So I, I looked at my sister-in-law and I said, her name's Wendy. I said, Wendy, you may hear some things that you've never heard before but I have to do what I got to do. So uh, they brought her back up from her scan because they had her at a scan. And uh, it was very shortly after that, she leaves out this blood curling. Ah, and she goes into a coma. So the nurse, she goes rushing past me and she yells out the door, respiratory stat seven. And then they announced it over the intercom. And what the seven represented was the room she was in. So her co-workers know Robin's in room seven. So they slowly, one by one, kind of like started peeking in to see what was going on. Well, about that time, like seven or eight people just came rushing in and just converged on her. And I got pushed in the corner 
And all I knew to do at that time was extend my hand to her and just started speaking in tongues. Wow. And it wasn't just a mumble. It wasn't mm-hmm. under my breath. It was as loud as I possibly could. And later, one of her um, co-workers even made a mention. She said, I'm not a religious person, but I know what speaking in tongues is. And he could care less who was in there. Wow. So, so what happened was the uh, helicopter came. They took her away. And uh, one of the respiratory teams, she came up to me and she said, sir, could you tell me what kind of prayer you were praying? I said, ma'am, I don't know. I was praying in the spirit because it says when you know not what to pray, the Holy Spirit will pray through you. So at this time, my sister-in-law and I were going to the hospital, which is 62 miles away. And we received this phone call and it says, we are in a fatal situation we're doing everything we can to keep your wife alive on the table. Wow. And we still had about a 40 minute drive. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people say, does everything like go in slow motion at that time? It was going so fast and there was so much reactionary time. It's like, it was incredible. But something inside of me, well, I should say someone, rose up and this authority came over me and it was like, no, no. And I said, in the name of Jesus, I command the spirit of death to leave that operating room now. Wow. And then once again, I began to speak in tongues and we found out later about that same time this was all taking place, the emergency doctor, he was in contact with this hospital the whole time. And they told him, we do not think she's going to make it. It's just too bad. We we just don't think she's going to survive. So he went and told her co-workers and they all got together and they're just like crying and, you know, and everything. So when we finally got up there, uh, we were met with the receptionist. She said, you have the best of the best working on Man, praise the Lord. Anybody can save her, he can. So like I said, there were so many integral parts. Everything had to be so precise. There couldn't have been a deviation one way or the other, or she would not be sitting here beside me. So he came out of the the operating room and I mean, he's got this entourage following him. And he said, your wife, she survived. He said, we go by a severity chart one to five. He said, with five being the most severe, he said, your wife was at the top. Whoa. He said, when somebody is that severe, he said a third of them, will not make it to the hospital. Another third will die on the operating table. Mm. And a third who do survive will leave the hospital permanently disabled. Wow. 
And it, it really hit home when we had a follow-up surgery or a follow-up, sorry, follow-up meeting with a surgeon. He showed us the brain scans and statistically speaking, naturally speaking, she should not be here. It is but God. But and he, God. And he, and the, fir the first scan that he showed us was when he actually received me into the surgery. And it was solid. There was, you could see no brain, no nothing. It was all blood, solid. Wow. And then in the right scan after his surgery, he took the aneurysm out. And you could see all the little vessels in my brain, you know, down. Uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. I mean, his, he, he's, he's um, got a God-given gift, I yeah. can tell you. Yes. The, the one thing that really, I mean, he said when somebody is that severe, he said the mortality rate is off the charts. Mm -hmm. He said, even myself, I have witnessed so much death on my OR table. Wow. He said, but every now and then we get a miraculous intervention like yours. And my wife said to him, I serve a big God. Wow, you do. God. And he <laughs> said, yes, you do. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So how long were you actually in the hospital, Robin? Um, 31, 31 days in the hospital and then another 10 in a PT physical okay. therapy. Yeah. I went okay. to another hospital to finish that. Wow. Um, but I'm, I don't, Jeez. I just don't remember a lot of that, but I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, with what I have found out and what the surgeon showed us and stuff, I, I mean, I just all praise to God. That's all I can say. I mean, he is the only medically they could have never affixed me. Man. They could have never have fixed me it, unless he intervened and God decided he had the last say. Yeah. Yep. And I'm here. And they also kept saying, telling Gary that um, my right side was compromised and I have full, I have nothing. There is nothing. Wow. Praise God. That doesn't work. I mean, wow. works. you know, you figure your brain I mean, it, it does everything. It moves all your little fingers and, you know, and yep. everything works and it, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. God is so amazing. He is so he, amazing. He is so amazing. I know he, he's emotional, but he had to go through, I realized he had to go through a lot and I don't remember a lot of that, which is probably good. And that happens a lot. Um, <laughs> I was going to say. Sorry. No, I mean, it's incredible because some, some things that Gary told us, just your faith, Gary, while Robin was in the hospital. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the things that you did, why she was there. What were your yeah. conversations with the Lord and, and what were some different things yeah. that you did while she was in the hospital? Well, right after the surgery, when I walked into her room and I saw her, she had she was on life support at that time. She had so many IVs sticking out of her. Wow. And her head was shaved right up the middle. And there was this plastic tube that was draining into a bag blood. I took one look at her and I turned to the wall and I just started sobbing. Well, this was your like, high school sweetheart, right? Yeah. I know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we both we both just turned 60 this year. <laughs> wow. We, both, we just celebrated our 40th anniversary. Woo! So the, the thing is, I mean... Because of the teaching that we have gotten over the years from our church, from Elijah streams,
from people like Cat Kerr, Johnny Enlow, Robin Bullock, yep. uh, Julie Green. The names go on and on and on. The kingdom teaching, the kingdom reality. I did not sit there at my wife's bed begging, pleading, making deals with God. I sat there as a son partnering with my father, speaking life, light, <laughs> healing, <laughs> abundance, prosperity, peace. I called those things that be not as if they were. I did it day after day after day. And I literally watched my wife go from death to life. And now I'm watching her go to life more abundantly. I saw with my own eyes, but God moments. I saw the suddenly of God come upon her body. I, and the, 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 when she was saying about when they, she thought they were compromised, well, what had happened was that night I got a call at 20 after nine saying your wife is having, she would have spasms. Mm. And what they would have to do is a spasms in her brain. They would have to do an emergency procedure called it called an angiogram. Mm. So at 20 after nine, I get this phone call and they're like, we need to do this now. It's like, will you consent? Well, Absolutely. Of course. So the next day when I went in, she was in almost like a semi comatose state and, and the doctor's doing all kinds of stuff with her right arm. And it just was flopping and flopping. And, and uh, when he left, the nurse came up to me and she put her hand on my shoulder and she said, I'm sorry to inform you but your wife has been compromised on the right side. She will, as bad as it is, she will never gain full mobility or strength on that side. And we just want to prepare you. And I said to the nurse, I said, ma'am, I believe in the power of prayer. And she said, I do too. I said, well, why don't you get on one side of her and I'll get on the other side and let's just pray about that. Wow. So that night. <laughs> Let's get a second opinion. <laughs> yeah, I think God has a different opinion. <laughs> so that night I'm pulling into the driveway. And this is as close to an audible voice that I've ever heard. And I started weeping. And it's like, whose report are you going to believe? Yeah. I was actually singing are that in my head while I was talking that song. Are you going to believe man's report? Are you going to believe my report? And out loud, I said, I choose to believe your report. Wow. So the next day comes and uh, I walk in there and the same physician peeks his head and he, he said, how do you think your wife's looking? I said, she's looking a lot better than she did at this time yesterday. He said, you know what? I think she does too. No sooner did he say that her right arm shoots up over her head and he goes all right now she's just showing off <laughs> <laughs> she has full strength full everything mobility worked. everything works wow and that's I, amazing i share <laughs> with you guys how that we're watching hallmark movies and i'm crying and everything and and the, the one night we're watching one and this guy reaches underneath the table and he grabs the girl's hand and he squeezes it i was a puddle because oh. it's like I can reach over 
grab my wife's right hand and squeeze it. And she can squeeze it back. Wow. Okay, so we have a really cool picture, uh, Robin, of you going back to work. Yes. Tell us about this. How long after you got out of the hospital did that actually um, happen? I went um, back part-time. They left me go. Um, the doctor said it was okay to go like three days a week, just four-hour days. But that was like a little over three months. <laughs> And I mean, I mean, I was in the hospitals for 42 days. So that is amazing. It it is amazing. And the the amazing thing is, I mean, like the system that we have and stuff and I float. So I work the emergency department. I work outpatients. I do surgery thing. And with the password, all that, I mean, you would not believe what I retained. I mean, yeah. And going through a situation like that, I mean, I just, I just am in awe yes. of who my God is. Now, I, I was saying earlier, and I'm sorry, I, I lost my track of mind, but he, he gets so emotional, and I understand that that you know the crime, and I do, I get that. <laughs> but I think he does that because of what he went through. Yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm just so happy to be alive. All I do is laugh. I laugh. <laughs> okay. I mean, he he cries. I laugh. I the joy yeah, I of the Lord this. is your strength. Hey, yeah. I want to share this yeah. one story with okay. you. It's real quick. Um, one time she said, "I went to the park the other day and oh. was sitting under the pavilion." And some people might say, you know what? That's trauma to the brain. That's all the medication she's on. I choose to believe in the supernatural. That that was her daddy who took her to the pavilion at the park and said, daughter, I got this. Wow. Yeah. That is awesome. Let me ask you a question. One thing that it kind of always troubles my heart a little bit, and even when I hear, you know, believers going through something is their language. They'll, I don't know if it's rationalization or different things, but they'll kind of attach, uh, well, this is what God's doing in my life and I'm going to learn from this or I'm building character through this or, you know, these kind of- using this to teach me a lesson. God's using this to teach me a lesson. They they, they kind of try to make sense at it through their own, you know, maybe just rationality and so forth. And I I think that language is so critical of, of- what are you holding on to? You know, the report of the Lord and, and is God good? And that's fundamentally what, what's at, at question here, you know, on, on the healing. And, and where did this come from? Was this God's will or was this, a, you know, a, a faulty mechanism, you know, within the body? And then can he heal it? How did you guys protect your language through this where it sounds like your words were all of faith? Your words were all of God's goodness. Your words were all about what God was going to do, what was happening and what you were going to partner with. How did you protect your own language in the midst of this and not partner with negativity and reports from man in that time? Well, I tell you what, you're not looking at a uh, spiritual Superman here. <laughs> I mean, there were there was emotional times. There was up and down times. I, I drove every day to this hospital, which was an hour and 20 to an hour and 30 minutes one way. I did that 31 straight days. And when you have that much time, those what if questions do try to. Sure. That did God really say questions? 
And there was sometimes I would come home at night, I would be so physically, emotionally, and spiritually tired. I would just collapse in a chair and just cry and cry and cry. And it was during those times that you had to lean on your brothers and sisters, mm. knowing they are praying life. Mm. They are praying strength into you. And, and then you just have to do the, the grace, 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 yeah. grace, grace, that we saw so many mountains mm. became plains that we walked over, that it was just amazing. And I've, I've told people, if I was on the fence, if there was a God or not, I would no longer be on that fence, but I was never on that fence. And now my faith has just exploded. And the opportunities that we are getting to share with people. Just a few weeks ago, we had a company-wide meeting. Over 100 people was there. I got to share this story. I'm crying. They're crying. God is showing up in such a big way because this is all about God. It's all about Him getting the praise and the glory and the honor. And that's why we just want to encourage the the flyover family. It's not for a select few. And before we leave, we really want to pray with everybody and just believe with you guys that you're going to get a God moment. This is this not the season of miracles? Why can't you have a miracle? Amen. And the other thing that we question too is with so many people who have died from this, why did God allow Robin to live? Mm. There has to be a reason. This can't be just six months, a year from now, be a feel-good story. Could this be a catalyst? Could this be a springboard? Could this be the kingdom of God is here? Because I remember Johnny (laughs) Enloe just a few weeks ago on the Elijah streams, he said, one of the first things that will happen to verify that the kingdom of God is here is healing. Amen. You that is so good. More than this right here. I, I mean, love this, it. Man. That is so and, exciting. Yes. I, I was going to ask, would you guys uh, pray for our listeners? I would love yes. that. I know that the flyover family would enjoy that. If you could close us out in prayer, we would yeah. love that. And, and thank you so much. Like I said, this has been an honor. We are, I mean, we're humble. We're humble. Well, Robin, Father. we're so glad you're alive. Yes. We are Me so too. glad you are alive and we're He's so I know. That is I so exciting. Yeah. I love it. You got the, you got, I love it. You got the 40 years and, and I say another 40 more. That's great. Amen. That's right. <laughs> all right. Father, we're in all of you. Yeah. Lord, to see what we saw and to know who we know that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Father, right now, we just speak life and light and abundance. We speak hope to those who may not have any hope this evening. We speak to those, oh God, that right now they're struggling in this season of miracles. Father, we just speak a but God moment, 
a suddenly of God moment will come into their atmosphere right now that as they're listening to this, that Lord, they will just feel the tangible manifest presence of God, that your glory will just come upon them in such a weighty, real way that they will know that they know this is of God. And we just speak healing. We speak that restoration. We speak that wholeness. You are delivered. You are healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Be made whole in that name. And we ask it all in Jesus' name and his nature. Amen. And amen. And amen. Amen. Mom. Well, Wesley and I got all in the Christmas spirit after decorating, and we decided to make a naughty and nice list. And Ooh. I have to say, Avery, you're doing quite well. Really? So we're trying to decide who all we're going to buy my pillow stuff for Christmas. You know, if you use promo code Flyover, you get up to 66% off when you go to mypillow.com. That's a great deal. Can't beat it. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Promo code Flyover. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my original My Slippers are back in stock. Last Christmas, you made them the number one selling My Pillow product, and now I've added smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new colors. And with your promo code, you still save $90 a pair. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. Wear them anytime, anywhere. You'll absolutely love My Slippers, and I'm extending my 60 day money back guarantee until March 1st, 2023, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90 on my original My Slippers. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. For more great content, go to FlyOverConservatives.com. <laughs>